Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's the Friday recap episode. Some big series with some divisional standings on the line. Some good baseball. Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. We got Trev in California, Jake in the city of New York, and producer BBD behind the dish. Friday recap episode. Some good baseball. I have the NL. Starts off with a bang. Excited to chat about that. Uh, Trev, IL, Jake, AL. How's everyone doing? Jake, how are you? James, Trevor, BBD, I mean, the good thing is we're talking about this past week series, not the weekend series, so I'm not going to talk about Judge walking off the Astros at all, even though I was at that game with Joe's McFly. The Yankees are electric. They can't be stopped. But we're not talking about that. Uh, we're not talking about that. 3-0, what is you doing, Presley, baby, Trev's friend? Um, Bustanic. Mid-closer. Mid um, also my friend Also your friend Also mid um, But we're not talking about that What's going on Houston? Hit me up um, I'm good boys I'm excited uh, You know some Some talking baseball people uh, <laughs> Were letting us know About the midweek episode I think it's going to be A cult favorite I, I don't know if it's An all time uh, show But I, I, I think I got a lot of weird love On that one So But I'm excited to dive Into this game And see what's going on The AL Central's a lot of fun right now. Uh, so is the NL. Are we central elitists now, Trev? I believe so. How do we do in Houston? Are we just shunned from there? Like I'm not really there. a big audience down there, huh? I'm big there. No, our, our audience goes the same as the U.S. So Houston's our fourth biggest. L.A., New York. Um, Chicago? Chicago, Houston. Chicago, Houston. Okay. I like that. What's up, Houston? How are you? You know I'm an Astros fan. Yeah, I'm an Astros fan, so don't be mad at me. And, you know, I corrected Jake. It wasn't Presley. It was Stanek. 3-0 slide piece right there. What the heck was going on? We're not talking about it. Um, Look, it's Friday, okay? And we know what happens on Friday. We got the simulation. I told Joe's this morning that you're probably going to get naked, Jake. So I promised it. Got to do it. So I'm excited about that. I do have the IL. Some good things happen there. I'll be giving the Astros some love. But Fridays, there's not a better feeling, man. we got the weekend mm. ahead of us, a bunch of great baseball. It's hot as heck out here in L.A. I'll be in my pool all weekend. James, mm. what's up, dog? What up? Yeah, I'm at the beach. Uh, I don't think I'm going to enjoy the beach, but I drove down and I'm here. And... Uh, my neck hurts really bad, mm. like real bad. Uh, so if you see me stretching a lot, I don't know what it's from. My neck is killing me. You know, it cures everything, Jim. Weed? Uh, yeah, that and a little salt water. Mm. I thought yeah, it might be telling hey. us about the NL. It's still, it's still June. I think the ocean's like, I mean, I like the cold water, but it, I think it's pretty cold still here. Um, I won't get to the beach today. I'm working all day today, but tomorrow I, I, I should be able to get to the beach. Stop in. We'll see. I got a lot to do. Um, 
Yeah, a lot of judge news that we can't talk about, so that's a bummer. Just can't. Walk I also got like a bug bite on my face. You see Money? this? I do see we that. We see it. Oh, we see it. You think we don't see that thing? It's like a mosquito bite from last night or something. We're just being really What's nice that? about it. What's that meme where the guy's got all the veins in his neck? That's me trying not to ask you about it. Wow. <laughs> Trash. I thought it was a pimple and I went to pop it and then I irritated it. It's not. It's like a, it was really a little last ant. night. Could be an ant. It was, re- it was really big last night. It looked awful. This is like great in comparison. No insect right. baseball teams, huh? Cindy Crawford made a living with something oh, like that, okay. bro. So you're good. Cindy Crawford, okay. Cindy Lauper, Big Cindy episode. Cindy Crawford. I mean, let's back in the day, boys. Yeah. For the young kids out there. They like, don't know. I know you you gotta go just Google young Cindy Crawford. Even old Cindy Crawford. Mm. Google that. <laughs> Even old. <laughs> you wanna get into it? I have the NL. I can lead us off. Bat and lead off, Jimmy O'Brien. And Jim, while you're doing it, if you don't mind, I'm gonna wear my shady rays. I should probably throw a pair on, hide this thing on my face. <laughs> Sorry, James. Shady Rays. <laughs> Trev. Uh, here's the deal. I'm going to go straight forward, and I'm going to go from the heart, just like a goddamn a best man speech should be delivered. Shady Rays, they are some of the best in the game, if not 1-1 on the board. And even better, the value again, if we're talking drafts, Every pair is backed by their loss and broken replacement. Bing bong. You lose them, you break them, they'll send you another pair. These are for life, baby. Uh, You look phenomenal in them. And by the way, they're giving you guys a legit deal. Like, you know, sometimes there's a little, hey, let's get you in the door and you might like it and we'll become part of your life. How about 50% off two plus pairs of premium polarized shades? 50% 50% off. Summer's here. Jim's at the shore. Trev's in the pool all day. I'm in or on Long Island this weekend. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code TALKING for 50% off two-plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Shady Rays, uh, we love them, and you guys have been loving them so much that Shady's like, they're doing a ton of shit with us now. So we love Shady Rays. We love you. Code talking, 50% off, two-plus pairs of premium right, I think, polarized I think Shady Rays, did you hear the latest update, Jake? I don't think it's like official official, but Shady Rays is doing some stuff with us. Yep. Awesome. Whoops. Thanks, Shady Rays. I like them. Ooh. Okay. BBD likes them. Stamp of approval. Sold. Stamp. Did we ever get stamps from the office? Tough. Even they, Chris Rose has a pair of Shady Rays, and he... Even he looks good. Like he, he looks, looks like a decent. badass in his see shades. That pic of him the way and, it makes him look so cool. That pick of him and Michelle Rose the other day. I'm not talking about that. Whoa. This is, this is Chris this is Rose. Jimmy, oh. I feel. I need that. NL. Who did that? I need that NL, Jimmy. I think it was the bug. The Giants went to Atlanta and played four against the Braves. The Braves won three of them. The Giants have lost a lot of walk-off games and close games lately. All of their losses are close. The Braves still rolling. The Dodgers got to go to Cincinnati and get their bats hot against the Reds. They sweep them to score 36 runs in the process or something like that. Easy three wins for 
the Dodgers. Speaking of sweeps, the Padres, they have to stay in lockstep with the Dodgers. Can they? Will they? They do. They sweep Jake's D-backs. So the West stays close, putting pressure on each other. I like that. The Cardinals and the Brewers were the big series. The same exact record tied for first place beforehand. And they leave the series the same exact record tied for first place. All close games. Uh, split skis in the central. The Marlins sweep Jake's rocks or Kelsey's rocks, who I think are now faltering at an all-time pace, but I would have to really check. But I think it looks bad. The Marlins are almost 500 ball and, and playing better and better each day. The Pirates and the Cubs, a tale of two teams on the wrong side of the skill, but the Pirates called up all their young guys, and it's fun. The Cubbies called up some of their young guys, and it's not been that fun. The Pirates, I think for the first time in a little bit, have like the fans have something to tune in for. It's not winning games, but it's development and young and youth and fun. So good job, Pirates. They took three out of four from the Cubbies. That's your NL recap. Very nice, James. Give me some standings, Tim Buck, too. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, like I said, in the Central, they stay the same, uh, which is really cool. I got some more stats on those two teams. Uh, They were both 38 and 30. Now they're both 40 and 32. So the Central stays tied a two-team race. Uh, in the National League, uh, the Dodgers. Now, I believe this is tilted because one of the Dodgers or Padres played yesterday, uh, which wasn't part of the series. Uh, but after the series, they stayed the same as well, which was the Padres being half a game back. Uh, the Padres did they? The, the Padres must have played last night and lost, or the Dodgers played last night and won because, because now the Padres are a full game back. But that doesn't have to do with this series. Both those teams sweep, so that's good. Meanwhile, the Giants fall to five and a half games behind. Uh, They were three. And in the East, the Braves gain a game and a half. They're now four behind the Mets and some fun stats on what the Braves have been doing recently. But I I do think we have to start. I know it's a different order of the sheet with the Cardinals and, and, Hmm. and the Brewers because some of the stats of how even these teams are, are, are really cool. Um, and I got these, I'm going to give, I think I tried to put the, the writer's name, Adam McAlvey. He's like the, I guess the MLB beat reporter or beat writer uh, for one of them. I'm not sure if it's Cardinals or Brewers, but I was reading his article and he, he laid out some cool facts. Um, the teams are six and six. Um. They have played three series against each other this season. All three of the series were four game sets. All three of the series were split two games apiece. So it's not like the Cardinals won two out of three, then the the Brewers won two out of three. No, they they haven't left each other with one of them being a victor. They've played three, four game sets. They've split them both. Um, Cardinals have out-hit them in those games, 91 to 88, but the Brewers have out-homered them, 15 to 3, which is becoming a problem for the Brewer right now. Not great with runners in scoring position, and they rely on the home run ball a lot. Uh, this series was close, though. Every game was kind of close. 
It was basically if you had a lead before the seventh inning, you won uh, because both of these teams have really good A bullpens, but not great B bullpens. So uh, I believe it was game two. The Cardinals came back. I think Hader and Williams weren't available or they just weren't going to go to them because of the score. Um, and then there was a lot of offense in, in, uh, in some of these as well. So I don't know, just a, a, the centrals is looking like it's going to be a lot of fun. And when they play guns a blazing and everyone's healthy, which I think is the next should be the next series. It'll be even better because I th- I'm not, I haven't looked at the fan forums, but I'm guessing Cardinals fans are sitting there saying we didn't even have Mats or Hicks or Yachty uh, or O'Neal. And Brewers fans are saying, well, we didn't have Woodruff or Peralta or Ashby or Gott or Colton Wong. And it's like, well, even even on the IL. So that's just even Stevens in the uh, NL Central. I think that I would lean towards Brew Crew being a little bit more banged up. Anytime you have to start Chichi Gonzalez in a, in a, like a series like this, like it's not great. I love Chi Chi. He's been around for a long time, but you know, the Cardinals kind of got to throw their guys um, at the brew crew here. Although Flaherty looked kind of off. I watched that game. He's, he's still building up his Velo wasn't there. Wasn't around the zone at all. So he, he doesn't look like the Jack Flaherty we've come to know. Um, But yeah, I mean, this is a great series. You're right. And I hate four game sets for this reason. You just laid it out. Three splits. We don't like. I, I kind of like it, dude. I think. I think maybe it's my favorite thing because keep this going. Like now that I know Wait. this, if, if they play, two game sets or nothing, four game sets because because the Brewers salvaged it in the last game, um, and that's a little bit rewarding. Kutch is going off for them, and for the Cardinals, uh, Nolan Gorman. I was reading, he's mm. tinkering with his leg kick. He went from like yep. leg kick to toe tap, and now he's doing a hybrid. First multi-game home run for him, and uh, the Nolans went off for the Cardinals. That's such a common theme for young hitters when you come up. Minor leagues, they're the minor leagues, dude. You can have a big old leg kick because every once in a while, you're going to find a guy with stuff. But a lot of the times, it's, it's, it's a tick or two or three or four below major league level. You get up to the show, you got that big leg kick, and your timing's off, and you get exposed with that thing. People know how to expose it, so you see him go back to the toe tap. Shohei Otani went through this. Uh, get the toe tap, and then once you get that down and you start to feel comfortable, okay, now let's, let's, let's bring back the leg lift a little bit because you're going to get a little bit more power. It's, it's, a very, it's a very common theme. I love watching Nolan Gorman. I, I think that he is – I talked about with Joe's yesterday on Baseball Today. Like For him to come up, I, I think he's 22 years old. And just be plopped right in the middle infield, the second base, and be able to hit like in us in at a time where the Cardinals are, you know, in first place fighting against the Brewers. Like, this is intense stuff for a young guy to be able to handle. And he's like, it's looked good. Couple inside really baseball good. tidbits. Uh, Trev, I showed, I think it was you, Kotuck, and a couple other baseball players. I think it was my swings after going to the Savannah Bananas. Everyone thought it was hideous, but everyone commented on the toe tap, the show toe tap. That's very important in MLB circles. Uh, like I, every 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 baseball guy literally lit up and go, "Ooh, show toe tap!" Even though it's the worst swing they've ever seen. Um, toe taps, toe taps aren't show. It's very hard to have a show toe tap. Toe taps, well, tie show. 
if you will. You're talking to it. Um, Nolan Gorman has been saved in my phone for a while as my fiance Jess is one of her best friends because we were planning a surprise thing for Jess a couple years ago, and I didn't want her text coming up as Jess's friend's name. So the name Nolan Gorman has been in my phone for a while now, feeling redeemed with how well he's playing. And like Jim said, with a four-game set in the regular season, you don't need that fifth decider game because then one team is hanging their head. It's kind of like two gladiators linking up and there's a mutual handshake at the end. Like, we will do this again. We will battle another day. Um, And yeah. Thank uh, you to Garrett Cole for joining the show. (laughs) When we, uh, you know, it is... You know, when you play the injury game and you do see uh, Peralta, Woodruff, and Ashby for Milwaukee, that's where, you know, a lot of the people I respect, they're still digging their heels in to Milwaukee because they have those horses to lean on. Milwaukee, bad record against left-handed pitchers this year, 11-13. and 13. Um, uh, Something to watch, especially we always talk about them adding the bat. Can they add a big righty bat? Uh, for me, this comes down to the deadlines. I, I think if I had to buy a little stock, I'd go Cardinals because I love their youth with with some of the potential guys coming back. Uh, but if the Brewers, they make that move that we, we've been teasing for a year and a half now, so I don't know. Um, but, man, I, we said it a couple weeks ago, NL Central all summer long. I can't get enough of it. I, I don't know where the Cardinals add. Where did the Cardinals add? A catcher position? They've been It's been in a black hole offensively, but you got Yachty there. So he's like, if he's back, he's going to play. So you could dream upon a catcher, like a reliever, right? That's it. Starter, reliever. I don't know. Um, Burnsy in game one was pretty necessary with the rest of the staff, like mm. you're saying. And he, and he crushes the Cardinals in his two starts against the Cardinals this season. 14 scoreless innings, only four hits, 21 strikeouts. He didn't surrender a second hit until the seventh inning. He went up against Miles uh, Michaelis. I always go back and forth on it. Michaelis, right? Michaelis, yeah. Um, yeah who was flossing before the game and hit popped his crown off his tooth mm. and it's a gold crown. So he had to call the brewers like plumbers just turn off the water and, and dig it out of the pipes. Cause he, fl- his gold tooth what? fell off and then he had a pitch without it in his mouth. I believe he's had some tough luck. He's pitched. He's shared the mound with Shane McClanahan twice. Uh, Merrill Kelly once and come up with like uh, losses in these games where, He's just sharing the mound with other pitchers that are just like having and now Burnsy. So shout out to okay. the toothless wonder. Mm. Who puts gold caps on teeth anymore? Was this was did he do this in the Middle Ages? Like yes. what's happening here? I don't know. Guy eats lizards. What do you want him to do? Dude, you know what? I've wondered. Like that's that I watched that video. Like I don't like I had that. to turn it off. Yeah. I had to turn it off because it was yeah. disgusting. Yeah, I don't like we don't like that video. I feel like if I did that video right now, okay, people will not be happy with me. <laughs> no, <laughs> like will be really mad at me. Yes, I yes. All right, let's. Um, there's only there's only one other series here that has two teams, uh, with playoff hopes, and that's the Braves and the Giants. Mm. The Braves take three out of four. I believe I, I wrote down some stats what the Braves numbers now are. Um, they've won 18 of their past 21 games. They're playing really well. Uh, Michael Harris has been great for them. Yes. Um, But the big thing is Dansby Swanson has been just really good. He had a homer and three straight at bats, not played appearances because he got hit by a pitch, but a homer and three straight at bats at one point. 
Uh, his first career leadoff homer in this series. He had a bad game uh, up until a certain point, and then he hit the walk-off for them. Snitger had really nice things to say. Snitger said that Swanson's the strongest mental player he's ever been around. Mm. He just wants to win. Cool endorsement. Um, and then on the on the Giants side, their last four losses, uh, three walk-offs. Jim, I got a little Dansby thing for you. Yeah. Um, I, I have to give an assist to Petriello. Uh, Dansby Swanson is crushing fastballs this year. All 12 of his home runs are off of fastballs. He's hitting two, 362 off of the fastballs. Uh, and, I, Trev, I don't know if you have the answer for this. It, I, I don't know what you do because breaking balls, he, he's hitting 202 with no home runs. Uh, so I, I just don't know, like, when – at this point, how is the scouting report like? Get away from the fastball! Like you can't give him one because he is crushing them. Is he not chasing? I guess. Yeah, not pit, not every pitcher can throw you know right. four Osby pitches for strikes. Usually, your best control is with your fastball, and you know it's just. I would venture out to say he's probably not getting just like a bunch of fastballs, but when he is getting them, he's hitting them. I bet you his I bet you his pitch mix to him is probably lent off speed. Uh, probably over a career norm, but when you get in the zone, he's probably just working better counts, getting into more like fastball counts, if you will, if there is such a fucking thing anymore, right. you pitchers. Soft. There, dude, there's not really yeah. such a thing anymore. Judge, we're not talking about Judge hitting a 3 0 slider. No. Splitter. Next episode. Splitter, Splitter whatever the heck it Bannock was. went with his like third best pitch on 3 0 to Judge. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing as a hitter when you're timed up for the fastball. If you're ready, I mean, the, if you went and pulled uh, MLB hitters and you said, give me like when you're locked in, what's what's like your approach? What's what are you on time for? They would say, I'm on time for the heater looking to drive it to right center field. If that's for righties, because if you're on that pitch and you're looking to drive it right center field, kind of like, like an Aaron Judge type swing where your pat your bat, your bat path is just starts way back here and stays through the ball very uh, a very long time. You're able to adjust to the off speed because your bat path is doing that. But if you're the other way and you're kind of like sitting on that off speed pitch, like it looked like Hicks kind of was the beginning of his at bat. Mm. I, that was a great at bat to be able to change. It we're not talking about that game. We're not talking about we're that. We're not Trev. talking about. Yeah. It. He completely it's in changed. my head right now. Complete. That's a cool at bat by Hicks. He complete. He was sitting off speed so yeah. hard, and then you saw okay, him, whatever. We can't talk about, about it. Can't talk. Here's about some it. answers for you, Dansby Swanson. Um, he hit breaking balls is his lowest swing percentage, 44%. Um, he swings at off speed the most, which is split change splitters, change ups. And he's getting 55% of fastballs right now, like 35% breaking balls. So you might see an adjustment in the second half where they just start filling the zone with breaking balls if they got them. The other thing on the Braves is that they had a comeback win, which is kind of one of the last puzzles for them. They were two and 24 when trailing after six. It was zero and 26 when trailing after the eighth or the seventh. And they break that in this series and get some late inning pushes uh, and wins. So that is, uh, you know, one more notch in like getting to full strength and really becoming a team of, um, you know, that can hang and play. You need to be able to have those late inning comebacks. They also had a meeting about being more aggressive on the base paths. And then Ozuna tags up from first on a deep fly ball, also steals a bag. So that seemed to work out too. So the Braves are just, they're like, they're in go mode, and now they're able to add those sprinkles of like, well, now let's work on our base running. Now let's put together a late rally because they have like the base and the foundation. What are we feeling about the Giants now? Like, 
obviously losing close games here. They're still right in the thick of it. Um, I see the notes here. This will be the first time the Giants are out of the playoff picture for BBD's stimulator since May 6th. I don't, Is this just a bad little run for them? Like they're 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 gonna be there at the end, like at least in the running in the race for a playoff spot, no doubt. Yeah, I, I mean, I I kind of have like a flippant take that I don't want people to get mad at me about. I just don't know how sustainable like what they're doing is. They traded for Austin wins, and he had a career game in uh, their one win. He had three hits, four RBIs. They traded him from the. Phillies for like nothing or like a reliever. That's not like, you know, that's a team putting band-aids on. That's not like an actual winning formula. It's cool. It's a good story, but I they need they need to get their base back. Like I just said, the Braves finally have. I've got a I mean, I I do think the Giants are currently outgunned by the Dodgers and the Padres. Uh that being said, schedule pod. Reds and Tigers coming up. So, like, you know, a week from now, uh, you know, don't be shocked if they are back to three games out and they are back in the stimulator. Baseball. And then speaking of the Dodgers and the Padres, they both sweep. The Dodgers um, love the Dodgers, blah, blah, blah. There's not that much to say. They, they played the Reds and they just teed off. Um, they beat the crap out of them. They beat the then and they got some bats that were hot. I did see that they tinkered with the batting the lineup a little bit. Uh they they did not move Muncie out of the four hole. He got a home run on a fastball unlike Dansby. He isn't hitting fastballs at all this year. So to get a home run off a uh, Hunter Green fastball, hopefully that starts opening that up for them. And then I read they they tinkered with some other stuff in the um the lineup they moved Turner like to lead off. Well, that's with bets out, and then I think they moved JT out somewhere. I don't know. They moved Taylor to the five hole, yeah. They did, and Belly batted eighth, so they were they're starting to tinker a little bit. But I, the Padres also sweep. Um, Clevenger has a nice outing, they think that that might lead to like him finally being. Uh, a guy in the rotation that's going to be around. Bowmel was out with COVID, wasn't even able to coach the team. Manny Machado's injured. They win the three games without Manny, without Tatis, without their manager. And uh, it's basically starting pitching defense, and they need a new hero every night offensively. And they're getting it. And they're getting it, yeah. I saw, uh, speaking of the guy Petriello, I saw a tweet of his. He was talking about... Um, Batting average balls and plays for some of the pitchers. Tony Gonsolin at the head of that with like a 176 batting average balls in play. He's basically calling for some regression here. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see because Catterday's kind of like been the guy that's really, you know, been the mainstay in that rotation. And he's got a great, I don't want to talk about the upcoming series, but we kind of have to mention Catterday, Spencer Strider, Sunday mm. night baseball. Strider had a bad outing for the Braves, um, his first in a, in a little bit. Wait, what are they saying about Gonsolin, that he's, he's getting lucky? Well, I mean, batting average balls in play can suggest that 176. Obviously, that's that's pretty low. But, like, if you look at the hard hit percentage, he's in the 94th percentile. Like, the, it just doesn't give yeah. hard hits. So, yeah. that's you can kind of skew the numbers there a little bit. Um, I, I think Babbitt he's... alone isn't a stat for me. Like, you have to combine it with 
especially on the pitcher side of thing, because you want it to induce like inducing weak contact is the number one skill or number one and two skill swing and miss weak contact. So, I mean, he is middle of the pack in average exit below. It's 54 percentile there. Um, All right. But look, I, I just wanted to mention that upcoming matchup is something to look out for if you're a baseball fan. Anything on Dodgers Padres? Jake? Every episode, except the one time they didn't do well, but every episode the Padres do their thing. And, yeah, I, I just – my NL West is I do have those two teams just ahead of the Giants unless they find it or make a make kind of a splash. And I think the Padres are going to make a splash, so I, I don't know. Where's Tatis? Where are you, no, bro? No, he's healing. No. Is no, he's not healing. He needs he needs healing. He needs the Miyagi son or something. Like, Just save go, it for man. after the all-star break. You're good. Miami swept the Rockies. Cooper's been hitting well. He likes the DH spot. He's like talking about how much he doesn't want to play the field, kind of. Braxton Garrett had like a really, really nice outing on the bump for them. 10 swing and misses on a slider. And John Birdie has stolen 21 bases in a row. Colorado Rockies had some pretty bad defensive plays and uh, I don't know. They seem like they're not great anymore. So there we go. That's everything. Pirates are fun. I guess that's the last thing they calling up yeah. their rookies um, and they're having a lot of fun. I mean, they also got that kid. What's his, his name is Bly Bly Madris. Yeah. He's also having a, a fun start. O'Neill Cruz doing things. Don't slide head first into home plate, please. I actually had a fun discussion about that on baseball today. I think the catchers are taking advantage of that rule where they, they know they can't get hit. They're supposed to give up a path to the home plate. But would they give up this much? I don't like it. I think there needs to be a change there. Maybe half the plate you have to give up because it's incentivizing a head first slide. And that's how you get the runner hurt. So if you're going to protect the catcher, you got to protect the runner as well. Yeah, Glaber Torres needed Tommy John because he did like that hook slide, and so did another uh, Yankee player. I hate repeating myself on this show, but you know, if you are a runner coming around third base and you just see a little sliver of plate, you know, like you can't control your foot the way you can control your hand. So, like, you might miss the freaking plate if you go in feet first. Whereas, you know, it just looks like, hey, man, if I go way to the outside and reach my hand out. I can hit that little part of the plate. But when you do that, you're exposing your shoulder, your elbow, everything, your fingers to the catcher's shin guard and his legs, which we all know catchers got them legs. They're all thick. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pirates fans, congrats. Some fun stuff going on. Mm. All right. Want to go to the AL? Let's get it. Let's get it. In the American League, if you don't mind, I will start with Trevor Plouffe's Twins versus Chris Rose's Guardians. The Guardians take two out of three. They win their seventh consecutive series, people. The baby Guardians, seven straight series. Uh, Incredible for them. Twins, they actually salvaged getting swept on the final game. A Nick Gordon solo homer filling in for Buck Daddy. That was the only run. Guardians loaded the bases in the seventh. Nada. Uh, so good for the Twins to salvage. Guardians, seven straight series, people. Take notice. Speaking of taking notice, you've already done it with the New York Yankees. They take two out of three. 
from the Rays in the drop. Garrett Cole with a special night. Rays battled back in that one. Clay Holmes gives up his first earned run, but it doesn't matter. Aaron Hicks, clutch, but we're not talking about last night. We're not talking about last night. Uh, Rays won the middle. Isak Paredes, people, a three-homer game. Uh, Yankees still continue to dominate. The Chicago White Sox, they took two out of three from the baby Jays who had to salvage it on the last day themselves. White Sox hit the whole series. My goodness, can that start to get them going? I don't know. AL Central, we'll see. George Springer sat the last game. The Boston Red Sox, I love that dirty water. They sweep the Tigers, who they stink, but the Red Sox, they're a half game behind the Jays for second in the East, people. After their horrific start, the Sox are doing it. Rob Snyder's contributing. Ooh. I love it. Trev's guy, also Trevor's story. And then the Mariners sweep the Athletics. Okay, Mariners. I, I mean... They're dead. Y- yeah, you're dead. You, you need a bunch more sweeps to talk about you, and it was the Athletics with their highlight being Montas had them no hit into the eighth, and they came back and they won that game. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Mariners, you swept the A's. Congratulations. And then, oh, my God, Angels, Royals. Otani puts on two master classes, one on offense, one on the pitching side. They win his pitching game. They lost his eight RBI game. They lost two to the Royals in Anaheim. Angels, what are you doing? They send Detmers down. Jimmy Herge, our friend, gets hurt. Uh, that's what happened in the AL, except I should have mentioned Joe's McFly won the 50-50 raffle in Tampa, so it's the year of Joe's McFly, and that's what happened in the American League. Very nice. Great Yay. job. All right, so after these series, these standings, the Yankees added a game to their lead, uh, pushed it to 12. Boston climbed up from the uh, fourth back to third back. Tampa dropped from third to fourth while Toronto stays in second place. In the central, the Cleveland Guardians took over first place. I think after Thursday night, they're tied now. But after these series, Cleveland had sole possession of first place over the Twinkies and the White Sox. They grabbed half a game back. So. Little three team action in the central Ooh. and in the mm. what three team action in the central, babe. We haven't said that in a long time. Yeah. And then in the West, the Astros gained half a game. They're they're before yet before yesterday, after these series, there were 10 games up on the Rangers who uh jumped back into second place over the Angels. Ugh. Where are we dropping, boys? I mean, uh, not much in the AL with the Astros and the Yankees just, like, crushing their divisions. Well, and that's why I actually wanted to go to Trev's AL Central. Uh, the Central G- elitist. The Guardians. Seven straight series. That's what I'm about, baby. You win series, you're going to be good. My guy, Big Fran Meal, comes back. He hit a homer in the first game. His numbers on the year are still atrocious. But I, uh, I told you, lads, I'm drinking... Drinking the Baby Guardians Kool-Aid's youngest team in baseball. Um, youngest team in AAA as well. See that? 
Look at that. We're young, baby. The youth, Trevor. Your favorite front office. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, they, they could have got out of there with the sweep. They had the bases loaded in the seventh of the final game. Uh, they can't push one across. Nick Gordon with the home run as he was replacing for Buck Daddy. But uh, I love it. I, I mean, the AL Central is a story for me because I, I think the White Sox are going to go at some point. Uh, I'm in on the baby Guardians now, and the Twins are kind of the hodgepodge in between that that is going to give you a series every time at least. So I, I can't believe we're saying it. I, I think we're going to have a, a fun AL Central this year. I'm excited about it. There's something weird going on here. The Guardians have played six less games than the Twins. That's just that's just too many. I don't know what's is that rainouts? Is that scheduling? Either way, I don't like it. Okay. Uh, but the Guardians are here, and I I, I came across this um, as I was doing some research for baseball today. Jake, you always mention uh, you don't like the front office. You don't like the way they manage their team. Okay, as soon as somebody gets hot, they trade them and see you later. All that stuff. Well. The Guardians that you love so much, they're all from trades, bro. Minus like the starting pitching, which is they do well there. Okay. You go back. Trevor Bauer trade. Fran Mill Reyes comes over. Corey Kluber trade. Class A comes over. And then the big one for this roster in particular is the Clevenger trade. Listen to all these people they got for Clevenger. They got Austin Hedges, who's their starting catcher. They got Josh Naylor. Josh Naylor, who's like... Him and Jay Ram are the heart and soul of that team right now. Owen Miller, Cal Quantrill, all in one trade, plus two other guys. Like, so like they have constructed this roster via trade, basically. And like it's it's popping right now. Mm. But they're they're a fun watch. They're like a different brand of baseball than we've seen, you know, as of late in Major League Baseball. I like watching them. I don't know how sustainable it is. Although, I mean, they're they're doing it right now. I don't know how sustainable it is. I'm still on the White Sox train. Somebody needs to push me off that train. Mm. Push me off the freaking train because I can't quit it. And I think I'm wrong. I really think I might be wrong. Wow. I think you'd be surprised how many of the playoff teams are constructed via trade. Um, yes. I think the Twins are all trade as well. Technically, the Yankees um, are all trade besides Judge and DJ, and they're starting, I think, because um, it's how they first came to the team, I think, and and I think the Dodgers are the same. So, might go under, might be like people like, you know, it makes sense, but they don't fully realize it. Like, oh, you need to make trades. Go to, uh, I, I try to tell people roster resource on fan graphs, it, 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 it's very aesthetically pleasing the way it's laid out, but it'll show you their original signing info. So yeah. it's, and it is cool because you, you look at their starting pitching staff and Beaver, Savali, McKenzie, Plesak, all being from Cleveland. That's actually kind of badass, you know? That is. It's really cool. I mean, develop pitching, and then you can trade for bats. And other places, they have to trade for both because it's hard to develop pitching. Three of their starting pitchers from the 2016 draft. That scout is just, mm. he is tasting himself right now. I'd like. Trev, anything with your uh, your Twinkies? I don't know, man. Every time I watch him, like Sonny Gray was out there um, in this series, and and he looks he looks okay. Like Rocco took him out there. I think he only pitched what four innings, five innings, something there. I think it was four innings. So he had to cover that many innings with the bullpen. A lot of people were mad about that move. Um, I, I I still think like yeah, you need him and Joe Ryan to be at the head of your staff. And then you kind of see what happens. I just, 
I don't know, man. Like I just can't, I can't get on it. Mm. I can't get on it. And I wish I could, cause I am going out to Minnesota in August and I think I'm going to hear it from some people out there, but I got to be impartial here. I just don't see it lasting towards the end of the year. Like well, they got to make some moves. I don't know if they're willing to make moves. We talked about the front yeah. office and like, Hey, like they, they, they don't have, how much time do they got left? You know, like, so they, maybe they have to do it. Carlos Correa, great signing that got everyone juiced up. You know, C Rose thinks they still might trade this dude. I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. That, that is going to be an interesting thing for the twins. Like you have a decision to make. Like if you were going to keep Carlos Correa, knowing that he has the opt out, then you have to go make moves and you have to bolster your roster. If, if you think you ain't going to get it done and you think like you have to believe that you're a world series team to keep Carlos Correa. Cause if you think you're just in the playoffs and you'll see what happens, like you're not going to beat the Astros or the Yankees as currently constructed. So you better go make some banger moves. I'm talking about mm. one, two starting pitchers and a bat, like, like a lot of stuff has to happen. And the problem is I think there's going to be a lot of teams in on these guys. The Dodgers need starting pitching said that before, like they're going to be aggressive in that market. So they got to do something to change my mind. And I think, I think twins fans are feeling that as well. Like we're holding on here, but we need reinforcements. We need the French to come bail us out. Right, James? Uh, yes. And Ben Franklin to go do our, do our dirty work. Uh, the yeah. Correa had a tough April, May and June, really good numbers. Almost a 400 on base, 956 OPS. So. That'll be interesting. And then uh, I'm not, dude, right now, and I reserve the right to change my mind and will change my mind a million times over. But right now, I like the Guardians. And I think that's pretty obvious. They just got first place. But I, the change in the White Sox has to come soon. Like a, like a whole different vibe, I feel. Yeah. And then for the Twins, it does feel like they're surviving and surviving 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 until the like if the rotation ever like really goes together and takes off but until that happens you're going to get some good at bats and then you're going to get a lot of homer bust guys with gary and 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 geo and some of the other guys and trev that's that's where i you're right you kind of said this if you're the twins the only thing you can't do is be quiet at the deadline and that's where my cleveland front office will be really put to the test because we know the White Sox are in it. Uh, we'll see what the Twins are up to. I mean, if you're going to have Correa, kind of like you're saying, like, go put more chips on the table. You already have chips on the table. Let's go. Um, Pot committed is a term that we use in poker. Oh, I love when poker, Trev, comes mm. out. That's my guy. Uh, and the White Sox, hey, uh, you know, you win two out of three against a good Blue Jays thing. Uh, you know, we could say it every episode for the last five episodes, what's going to get them going. They have Baltimore and the Angels coming up, their next six games. So can you get a little warm? Let's get north of 500, kids, because uh, that, that'll really change the tone. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you, when again, fan graphs, roster resource, double ad today for me. Uh, when you look at the White Sox and their roster resource right now, like, this ain't the White Sox team <laughs> you thought it was going to be, man. I mean, no no shots fired at Jake Berger and, and Josh Harrison and, and Gavin Sheets. You know, some of those guys were going to be involved, but right now they're half of your lineup. So um, I, I don't 
I don't know. They win a nice series and build off of it. Get above 500 so Trevor doesn't have to get pushed off the train. If I if I told White Sox fans before the year that Kopech was going to have the year that he's having, that Dylan Cease was going to have the year that he's having, that Andrew Vaughn was going to step up and be a banger, 875 OPS, you'd be really happy and think we're going to be in first place. But Lance Lynn, you know, hasn't made a ton of starts. And when he has started, it hasn't been great. Giolito has had some really bad outings as of late. I think two of his last three outings, he's given up seven runs and then eight earned runs. Like, so he needs to come back into form. Now you think over a season, the things are going to average each other out. So we're going to see some flashes of brilliance from both of those guys. And maybe that helps with a run here, but you're right. I mean, everyone has to deal with injuries. The Sox really haven't played as a complete team yet. Um, so we'll see if they can ever do that. Um, twins obviously deal with that with Buxton and Ryan and gray. And, but like every team has to do with that. I think there, there is a path for the white Sox to, to figure things out, but the later it goes on the season, obviously the harder it gets to do that. So you're talking so much about the White Sox. They played the Blue Jays, who they won. The White Sox won the series. Blue Jays lost to a three. And uh, Barrios with another tough start for the Jays. He's having a uh, roller coaster of a season. There was an ejection before the game even started in that one. That was cool. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see this. Any, anything on the Blue Jays, Jake? What happened there? Yeah, I want I want to finish off some some stuff on the White Sox while we're talking about it, and then I'll jump over the Jays. I, Andrew Vaughn, who Trev mentioned, uh, he's been firmly placed into the two-hole. Uh, and in this month since he's been in the two-hole. Say two that hole, again? Okay. Uh, in this month since he's been in the two-hole, he's hitting 379, 427 on base. Uh, and that's almost you know, sneaking up on a hundred plate appearances now. So, so that's a tangible change there. The Blue Jays, I mean, hey, let's be honest. The middle game of this series goes 12 innings. Um, Cease, Cease versus Gossman. There's some, some strikeout kings for you. Um, and then uh, our guy, Louis Rubber, he hits the game-tying single in the ninth. Uh, Blue Jays bullpen, hello. Uh, what's going on back there? Uh, and then they do the back and forth in the 10th and 11th with the ghost runner. You know, that game goes either way. And that's, I guess that's where I'm not uberly passionate about this series is that, you know, a 12 inning game with ghost runners, you know, another bloop goes one way or the other. And we're saying, hey, good job, the Blue Jays. They beat the White Sox. Or instead, we're saying, White Sox, they got a nice series win. But um, I don't know. Both these teams feel like they need a little, kind of need a little shot of life, right? What's going on in the chat? They're mentioning Doug Eddings, one of the umpires, uh, was just historically bad, 64%, something like that. Yeah, what, what, yeah. I didn't well, see first, that. The one thing that like is getting – he was bad. I saw it. I'm making a breakdown on it. I think they've changed the strike zone, and um, scorecards is like not accurate. You know, When this happened with Angel Martinez, Joe West said that he scored a 98% per the league based on their system, and they have a very – like advanced system where these umpires get graded on. So I don't know. I'm kind of like, I need think I need to mute the ump scorecards. I think that we've accepted the ump scorecards, which is just like a third party. It'd be like if we were doing it, um, but he was calling every ball off the plate. It was very, he was very consistent. Every, it was a ball off the plate both ways, which is what Theo Epstein said he would change about baseball is he would make the strikes on wider again. And part of me thinks that some umpires are starting to do that. And then maybe even MLB is allowing it 
or like telling them, but you know, the umps increasing have come, height and increasing the width or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And the umps have come out and said that the ump scorecards report is not the same as what they get judged on yeah. when they get their report cards. And we as baseball fans have now like made the ump scorecards, Twitter account, the, the Bible. And I just mm -hmm. don't think it's well, a good way to go about it. Like we're just getting, everyone's getting so heated, but it, mine, he was calling a ball off the plate of strike and the white Sox took advantage of it. And the blue Jays did not like mm -hmm. cease and the relievers for the white Sox, like every pitch to Kirk and to uh, Vladdy was just a ball off the plate. Strike, 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 strike every time. Yeah. I mean, that is your job to identify that. I mean, you know, going in that we now you have scouting reports on the umpires because of, you know, you know, software and stuff. I, from my knowledge, at least when I played umpires in their zone ratings, whatever they use, they get like two inches off the plate and it's still considered like a good call. So like it's flawed everywhere we go, man. Like my my thing is <laughs> go over in the overhead view and you can see the plate. Like if that ball ain't on the plate, it's a ball. <laughs> like that's how I feel about it. I don't know what, how we can get to that point where like, hey, bro, like that was a ball. I wish there were still some challenges to come, but that's that. never going to happen. I don't know where we're going to go with this. I don't think robot robot umpires are the answer. I know that you're saying, James, we can't just take, you know, a third party random Twitter account as the Bible either. I wish we could, but it's very clear that they are getting judged on a different. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If the umps came out and said, yeah, that is the same system, whatever the ump system is that they use should be public. But it's very clear that what they that ump scorecard is different than what the umpires get. Judged. OK. Because I didn't mean to take us on a tangent. That was no, kind of awesome. I mean, that's good. That was that's interesting. That was a topic this week. Trev, I think if you don't like a ball off the plate getting called, it might be a tough couple years of baseball for you because it does seem like it's moving that way. Um, uh, and by the way, we live in an internet world where a clickbait headline of Doug Eddings misses thirty pitches that'll get you a lot of clicks. So that was one of the popular articulos. And Jim, you wanted the little barrios. Uh, don't look at that baseball savant. Mm -mm. Holy mm -mm. smokes. Uh, looking like a big old lemonade filled with ice cubes, blue ice cubes. Uh, and his four seamers up and his sinkers down, which feels like the opposite of baseball. But, I mean, some of his, his expected slugging is bottom 2% of the league. Jose Berrios. Trev, that's your boy. I haven't watched all his starts, but knowing him as a pitcher, like, there are times where he's just kind of dancing around the zone and getting behind in counts and he's got to come with it. It seems like that's probably what's happening here. Uh, and I've always said this about him. A lot of his pitches look different coming out of his hand. Like he's not one of those guys that's like, shit, he's tunneling everything. And like, it's hard for me to make a decision. Like his pitches kind of look different coming out of his hand. That makes it easier for hitters to say, don't want that. Don't want that. I'm waiting for my pitch. You know, other guys that are tunneling everything, you don't have that luxury. So I, again, I haven't watched all the starts. I've seen the results as we do this show all the time, but um, I mean, maybe some blue Jays fans in the chat could tell me if I'm wrong. It seems like probably that's what's happening. And man, Pete, Pete Walker, their pitching coach. We gave him a ton of love. He was a big part of the Robbie Ray story. Uh, hey, 
Uh, time time to tap into Barrios because you, you just gave him a seven-year extension, too. Yes. Um, let's see. Where we else? Talk Reds, we got to talk Red Sox before we get... We got a lot left. Killed. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there's there's a couple we can go over quick. I mean, the Red Sox, they sweep the Tigers. The, the Tigers at this point are out of the season storyline. The Red Sox are back in uh, the season storyline. Their bullpen was good in this one, which, you know, that's not normally the Red Sox calling card. But, uh, man, I don't know, dude. Boston's got the juice. They, they do. They're, they're a half game back of Toronto. This, this was a team that, you know, our April conversations were – Death, doom, and gloom. I think they're about to be the second place team in the AL East, um, and and good for Boston. And hey, I'm you know we are Yankee fans. I'm excited to start like analyzing what Boston is because they signed Trevor Story this off season. We're talking about assets and stuff. What are they going to do at the deadline this year, Trev? What what just made you make that face? Because I don't like to be this person. Here we go. And I want the Red Sox to be good. I believe I had them in the playoffs uh, preseason. Did you look at the stat that I like? I just look at who all their victories have came against, specifically yeah. in June. It's it's yeah, they've been beating up on bad. bad teams. They have a losing record against good teams, um, but they also turned it on in a lot of ways lately against these bad teams. So I'm not making a judgment on it now, but I am reserving judgment. Because they have a big stretch coming up, it's just and yeah they haven't they, they haven't even played a lot of good teams. Yeah, so yeah, so well they have a a straight even strength of schedule right now, but they are eleven and fourteen against winning teams, twenty eight and seventeen the other way. Um, I'm ready to be nervous about the Red Sox and a little scared about them because their offense is great. Um, and as a Yankee fan, their pitching can scare me if we see them like down the stretch and they're getting better and better and better, even though the Yankees are good this year. But I, I believe my it won't load now. I believe they have a tough stretch coming up, and I'm going to wait until after that to see. Because if they falter again, play below 500 in that stretch, I'm, you know, I'll just go back to being like, all right, they're going to be around, but I'm not going to get scared of them. So they've, they've, they have uh, Cleveland, Toronto, the Cubs, then the Rays, the Yankees, the Rays, the Yankees, Toronto, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Houston. Like, that's a fucking stretch. Yeah. Here's their June for you guys. I, I had this with Joe's uh, yesterday. Um, only three games against teams with a winning record so far in June. I was against St. Louis, but they played Oakland six times, the Angels four times, Seattle three times, then the St. Louis game or series for three, Detroit for two, and a Cincinnati game. So, like this, like they should, they should be going on the run that they're on. Like that's that's they had to do this. If they didn't right. do this, then we're like they're out. Yes, and I right. the, the only other. I, other side of the argument, I think everything you guys said is true. There are only five teams in baseball right now that do have a winning record against 500 or better teams. So, and those are kind of the elite teams in baseball this year. Yankees, Mets, Astros, Dodgers, Padres. So, uh, you know, I, everything is on a scale a, a little bit. Uh, Red Sox needed to do this. And, yeah, they're going to get tested a little more, and we'll, we'll see what's going on. I do think you guys know I'm a big team franchise identity guy. I buy into that mm. bullshit. Uh, and the Red Sox, their, their offense has been clicking more. You know, the, the opposition helps. But Trevor Story also was nothing for a month, and now he's been Trevor Story. So, 
Who who was he when he wasn't Trevor Story? Trevor Bory. He was Jake's mm. story. Jake's story. My cousin. That is weird that his he's a combination of us. Yeah. Yeah. So what side is he now, me or you? That's the question, I guess. Uh, sound off in the comments. Uh, let's do Royals Angels quick because series-wise, uh, you know, you might hear about Shohei a little bit later. Um, Angels. Golly, man. Uh, the Royals, who have been, like, the worst team in baseball, they come into town. Uh, it became, it was a joke, one of my awards, uh, Jared Walsh hit a cycle, and I was saying, you know, the Angels, to win a game, basically one of their players has to do something historic. They even got it from Shohei, and they lost. I woke up, and I saw that, and I was sick to my stomach. I was sick to my stomach. You guys know I used to be a free Mike Trout guy. He signed the extension after being there for a while, and it was big money. I'm happy for you, Mike. Do your thing. I mean, I'm starting to get on a free Shohei thing. I'm starting to get on a Shohei trade value thing because he's got a year and a half left, and what are we doing in L.A.? No, he can be a free agent after this year, I thought. Will you stop it, dude? You're going to give Angels fans heart attacks. Trade Shohei? I don't. They can't trade him because they want to resign him. But do, doesn't he? Isn't it? Can't isn't this free agent like in a weird I think way? it's next year. I think next it's after year, next Jim. year. Yeah, yeah, man. Like all we can say is, and I've said this a million times: go see him play. Hmm. Go see this dude play. Eight RBIs followed up with a 13K pitching performance. Obviously, it's the first time that's ever been done because <laughs> everything this guy does is the first time it's ever been done. <laughs> yeah. We don't give him enough credit yeah. still. I had to defend Mike Trout on Twitter yesterday. That was, uh, I, I woke up. I saw, he, I saw he hit that pimp game-tying homer, as cool as it gets, and then I saw they lost. And then, like, that, had, that was just stewing inside of me all day. And then the next update I get is, like, and he strikes out his 11th. He strikes out his 12th. And I was like, wait, this guy's on the bump after doing that? This guy's a freak show, man. Ugh. He's starting to get, like, if you watch him. I've been watching some more show hey lately. If you're starting to watch him, he's getting more and more, like, confident. And, like, I feel like, they're, like he's so happy-go-lucky and smiling a lot. But there is, to take a, a turn from Garrett Cole, there's some dog in that dude. Mm. There's some dog in Shohei. And I kind of, like, I want them to make the playoffs just so I can see the dog come out. I want somebody on the other team to talk shit to Shohei mm. and then like see what happens. Talking about a kid who gave up like a hundred million dollars just and and signed for less money because he wanted to c- compete against the best. I mean, yeah, uh, dude. The, the Angels. I know Rendon's hurt, and I know they had some injuries along the way. The starters have been. For the Angels, fine. They have like four of their five are above average, according to ERA plus. Uh, Lorenzen's right around average. Their ERAs aren't bad. Their relievers are all above. They're, it's almost like how the Yankees are rolling right now, and the Yankees fans are all like, they just find a way to win. They can win a game if it's a slugfest, if it's a pitcher's duel, whatever. And the Angels are the opposite. It's, they'll, oh, they'll find a way to lose. Find what a, a bummer. Ren- Rendon really Shit. did hurt, but yeah. at that you're you're right. It's just it's losing ways, man. Yeah, losing ways. Is I mean, quick, quick. Uh, you have ten seconds each to answer this question. Okay. 
Is Shohei the MVP right now? One no. hour. No, Aaron Judges. James? I no, Aaron, Aaron okay. Judges. Okay. okay. Shohei okay. is gaining ground. Yeah. I mean, Judge is about going to have like 35 homers before the break. Does he pitch? Thinking about it. You know that question that everybody asks, does he pitch? Yes, Shohei does pitch also. You take a, if you, yeah, I, I, if you take Shohei off the Angels, are they any different? He's not really helping them win. Yeah, it's a lot worse, I think. I think it's a lot worse. I know, but they're not winning. I, I, I wish they would redefine MVP as like not just best player, which it is. I understand it is, but I wish it was like, which playoff team wouldn't have made it without this guy? That's the way I think, like, you know, true MVP is. And I, I do think Judge has outplayed him up until this point. Shohei's gained a lot of ground recently. The, the bats, ground recently. The bats started going. The pitching's going. It, it was the question that we asked at the beginning of the season. Like, what is, like, like if Shohei just has, like, a pedestrian season, but he's playing both sides of the ball. Yes. Like, no, you're, no I, I mean, he could get there pretty easily because Judge is yeah. just one side. But – Judge is crazy right now, and uh, it'll taper at some point. He's not going to hit 60 home runs. Well, the Mariners sweep the A's, and uh, too little too late for me, and we're not even late in the season. Yeah, you got you to gotta Guardians us. You got to win seven series in a row, and then we'll start talking about you. Jim, you, mean, will, you will like that all their starting pitchers went six innings plus. You always like that. Um, and they survived basically a no-hitter day, Trev. I pronounced them dead. They've won three in a row. So it's tough. Against the A's. Yeah. It was against the A's. I understand that. They're like, you know, fighting in in death. JP Crawford's on their team. That took place in Deathland. Hey, maybe they need that, though. That was the whole Mariners thing last year. Remember? They were getting backed off the cliff, and they just kept fighting as a swordman forever. So maybe Trevor doing that is exactly what they needed. My intention was not like reverse psychology. I legit said you're dead to the <laughs> thing. Uh, my question to you is. Oh, my God. Are you Chris Rose Or for the now? chat. I, I got a question for the chat. You're Chris Rose. Because Wink, Winker went with like the old school, almost like the Bryce Harper tight pants with the stirrup look. Is that new? Because if it is new, he's got to keep it because he kind of had a big series. He did the GoPro thing. I want to know if that's going to make a difference. Let us know, chat. Winker's also, the best. Also, J.P. Crawford, Cindy Crawford. <laughs> Winker's the best. I can't wait for him to sign with the Mets. Um, and then our Yanks, we've talked about them a lot throughout. They win another series against the Rays. It's uh, Go listen to Talking Yanks. Um, and just like Jim said, they win it in every way. It's the game they lost, Isak Paredes has a three-homer night. Good for you, kid. Good for you. Garrett Cole let the stag out this series. You would have liked that, Trev. He's, did he was he the dog guy? I think I was right. He's right? the dog he said guy. That? Yeah, he said that. Sure. I mean, Can you say a, in his voice, Jake? Uh, yellow dogs in a, us. If there's a quote that comes out of the Yankees, it's Garrett Cole. If it's a little like you know, <laughs> he was on this show earlier talking. Judge hit, Judge hit one over a catwalk, Trev. I don't know if you saw that, dude, but it's unreal. <sighs> I got Joe's McFly's complete breakdown of the trop two on baseball today if you want to go check that out go ahead he's the best well they paid him 15k to say yeah. some nice things yeah i said raffle aside no. give me your 
You give me what you, you think. Can't. I don't think he. I think he could. I said if he was a true Yankee fan, he would have donated that shit right back. Said give it to your players. Yeah. Uh, Joe's really likes that 15K. Um, Jimmy Interleagues, hit it. My people, the Interleague was very short this week. We got the Mets going into Houston. I was asked, like, who's the better team here? It's the Astros. No doubt in my mind, until they don't go to the ALCS, they are going to be the team to be in the big leagues. That's the bottom line. They sweep the Mets. 8-2 Astros in game one. That was Urquidy versus our friend Trevor Williams. And then 5-3 Astros. That was Garcia versus my buddy, Cookie Carrasco. Um, Altuve had a go-ahead home run in the third of game one. Just like a little low liner into the Crawford box. There was a bunch of other home runs there. I want to talk to you guys about the Jose, Jose Siri one. Dusty didn't like it. Uh, game two, uh, kind of more of the same thing. Alvarez just goes up top a couple times. They get enough starting pitching, and they sweep the series from the Mets. Uh, this was kind of cool. Moving on down to uh, Dallas, Texas, if you will. Phillies go in the Rangers sweep. Not very good for the Phillies. 7-0 Rangers and then 4-2 Rangers. Obviously, the Phillies' offense went a little cold right there. Um, Martin Perez continues to do it for the Rangers. What are they going to do with this guy? Six shutout innings with six Ks. He lowered his ERA to one nine six. My goodness. Uh, in game two, got to talk about Brackyard Brad. He had a two-run single in the second. Uh, Cole Calhoun did some fun things out there. But the Rangers get the sweep. Uh, they win the two games. And then finally, the Nationals at Orioles. My goodness, two-gamer. We don't like that. And they split it. We really don't like that. 3-0 Nationals uh, in game one. Then the Orioles came back seven zip in game two. So they split it. Some cool things happen. We'll kind of get into it. I guess the big thing is Hayes hit for the cycle by the sixth inning. And my friends, that is what happened in the interleague series. I'm snapping for myself. That was easy. Nice, man. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah, that was like, uh, I don't know. Someone asked me about like Mets, Astros, like who's like got a better chance to go to the World Series. Like the Astros, dude. The Astros... Even you guys, you're Yankee fans. Like the Astros are the team to beat in the big leagues. Like until yes. that doesn't happen anymore. And they showed it here. Um, sweeping the Mets in a two game. And I know the Mets didn't exactly have their horses on the on the mound. The cookie's yeah. been pretty good, but you know, not their best lineup, I guess, or best roster, I guess you'd say. But the Astros just do it the way they like to do it. I mean, Altuve has to go ahead home run in the third. Uh, then Jordan in the same inning, just two run shot. Uh, and then Tucker, who gets robbed by Nimmo on a, like a, a ball to center field. He's like, fuck that, dude. Like, I need to get a hit. So it comes up again, gets the revenge, three run double, puts him ahead. Uh, Alonzo and Escobar have solo shots, uh, but not enough, obviously. And then this is where the Jose Siri thing came in. He hits an absolute bomb onto the train tracks, stares at it a little bit. And Dusty Baker, after the game, not happy with it. So I'm kind of curious to get your guys' take on it. I have a take. Sure. Are we letting the kids play, or what are we doing here? You let them play, but you can also not like it. I mean, it's 7-2 game in the eighth inning with, like, a back-end reliever. And so, uh, for me, it just comes off as kind of, like, lame. Uh, Hicks hits the home run to tie the game in the eighth inning or ninth inning. 
like jaws of like a defeat and then ties the game on a two strike pitch. Absolutely. Pimp the fuck out of that. That's, that's emotions taking over. This is, uh, but I, but I'm also, I'm not going to, I don't like, he can do it. People can play the game in their own way, but then also people can not like it. So I don't think it needs to be pleased. Like you don't need to throw at him. You don't need to sit him down and talk to him. You don't need to do anything. Although Maldonado, his own catcher, I think said something to him, but I think it comes off as not swagged out. Like I have the opposite um, reaction to it. than like, Oh wow. What a badass! I think like, Oh, what a loser. Like you needed to like, showboat a seven to two home run in the eighth inning he's also hitting 185 also it's more swaggy to just hit that and run around the bases like ho hum we're kicking your ass and i did it again in my opinion and that's like how my brain works i i am not hot on this i'm not gonna like debate it or anything and i don't care if uh like i value the other side as well where you say just enjoy it and have fun i'm just but that is how my brain works is I don't think that that is badass or, 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 you know, like cool. I, I watch that and I go, dude, come on. Jake, I want to hear your take on it. I mean, it's not really a good take. It's almost nothing. I, I mean, it's, it's fine. Like, Hey, you, you pimp a dinger. Cool. But I, you know, part of me low key loves dusty being like, Hey man, you're uh <laughs> you ain't done a lot. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, if, if there's any time for the camp counselor to keep the kids in check, like, this is it. You're not going to do that to Altuve or anyone. And guess what? Altuve's not going to pimp a home run late in the game that doesn't matter like that. So it's it's kind of nothing for me. I, you know, I, I think it's more of a – I'll let Mad Dog get that one. <laughs> the only thing I think about is they already have a target on their back. So, like, don't give other teams another reason to, like, want to hit you. You know, and, and I said this earlier today, like he's not going to like if if the pitcher takes exception to that or the other team takes exception to that, whether you think that's right or wrong, like Jose Siri is not the one that's going to get hit, dude. It's going to be Altuve or Bregman or Alvarez. And now, like, as soon as you're putting your teammates in danger, I'm out on it, bro. I'm like out on it. Sure. I just like um, when it, like if he turned to the dugout and like, you know, yelled at his teammates, pointed at each other and pimped it. Um, yeah, that's a team, you know. I don't know. It's just like feel. It's just for you. We need feel in these situations. And that's a new one. I don't want to get lumped in with Mad Dog. I'm not mad about it. You're nothing near Mad Dog. I'm I'm saying Mad Dog. I was saying Mad Dog would (laughs) love Mad Dog would love this as uh, a good eight minute segment to fodder on. And I like that Dusty says that. I don't think Dusty needs to be lumped into like I was team Dusty. I know, yeah. but, but but people aren't like they're so black and white. It's like you right. can like have some feel and have different opinions, different things. So range. I think Mad Dog loves me. I'm pretty sure. Uh, game two. I mean, Astro score four in the first. Brantley with a double. Bregman two run homer. Another Alvarez homer, which it looked like it was off the end of his bat. So I was I wrote that in the notes. Like this dude just hit one to right center, change up off the end of his bat. But apparently it was over 113 miles an hour. So <laughs> he's a freak. He did well, not. I mean, Cookie Carrasco, one of the worst starts to a game. Didn't didn't he go walk, double, homer, homer? Yeah, two and a third innings pitch for him, five and runs. Alvarez, like, this is why people, like, lump him and say he's one of the best hitters. Obviously, the numbers are there. But same guy, Carrasco, is like, all right, change him down the way, homer to right center. Well, he went down and got that one. Let me try to tie him up inside. So he goes heater in, and Alvarez just turns on it. 
like he's there's no holes there with this guy. Um, Mets scored two in the sixth to make it a game, and but that's kind of like all they get. And the Astros sweep. We probably fucking good. Probably should have talked about Jordan more on the end of last episode. I mean, if you're building a franchise, might as well plop that dude in the middle of the, your lineup for the next decade. Um, and yeah, if you're the Mets, I, I do think you shrug. It's an interleague two gamer. Um, you know, you threw Williams and Carrasco. You know, if this is DeGrom and Scherzer, maybe you hang your head, but it's not. So I, I think that's kind of interleague two gamers will never really be taken seriously. Uh, this yeah. year, I guess next year it might be better, but that's um, a fun series that didn't end up being fun for the Mets. Yeah, but like Jake said, I don't I don't think there's much stock put into the results on the Mets side. Just based yep. on Mo- through. Moving on, um, Phillies kind of a what is you doing, baby? Although the Rangers have been playing better, but they Phillies have to like go go, and they kind of aren't. Uh, they get swept. Game one, Martin Perez. We do not know what's going to happen with this guy. Like Texas has a really tough decision on their hands with him. Do they trade him at peak value, which is definitely where he's at right now, or do they say, hey, this looks sustainable for the next few years? Let's try to lock him up to a team friendly deal. Six. K's over six shutout innings. A one nine six, dude. I think it's second in the AL. Like, I don't know what to do with this guy. I mean, Gibby had a good start too, six and a third. Um, he was shutting him out until he gave up a couple homers there. I believe it. Yeah, it was uh, low. And my guy Jonah Heim with a wall scraper uh, mm. in the fifth. Uh, I think the big story here in this game is just Martin Perez, dude. Like, I loved what, what, where are you guys at with that? Trev, I loved what you said a couple episodes ago. If if you find if you find the extension number, why not? This guy's an MLB lefty that's done it for a while. I just don't know what the number is. And you know, even if he's this Martin Perez, you got a deal. If he's your fifth starter the next couple years and he throws 150 innings, you need to pay for that anyway. So would love if they do that. If not, you sell him at this value and and you fight another day. You guys are on the trade Martin. Extend or trade. It, it's if it's what you think of your team as a Rangers franchise. I, there's no way they thought they were going to like compete and like do anything this year. Um, but they've kind of like made a little run here. I, I just think that you either extend him or trade him, and you can't stand Pat and do and just have him pitch out the year. I think that's pretty obvious. That's what you. That was what you said when I presented him as a trade option. You said that you do that so you have a chance to sign them in the offseason and keep them. Well, I'm saying if that's your goal, if you're like, we want to sign this guy, then sure, you can you can keep him. But you better be like trying to figure it out now. You can't like let him go to the offseason. Like you got to do it before the season is done. Like when you still can be the only people talking to him because there's if he gets out there in the open market, like I think he'll probably price himself out of what the Rangers could get him now. Like I think they should try now if that's in their head. Like, let's keep this guy. We, we know him, obviously been with the organization before. Like, let's, we think he's figured something out. Sure, go try to extend him. But, I mean, if I'm them, I trade. I'm, I'm trading. That's, nice. seems like the right Throw move. Throw him a them. little three for 30 and see what happens. Come on. Yeah, and, and the the uh, pitch starting pitching for the Rangers was kind of the story of this series. I mean, Gray goes five and two-thirds with only two earned runs. Uh, backyard Brad, sorry about it, two runs single in the second. Now he's not an all-star like I thought he would be, but it's good to see backyard Brad uh, doing some things. Um, 
I wrote here in my notes, talking Jake, I mean Kyle Schwarber, two-run shot uh, to center in the third to tie it. You do look like Kyle Schwarber. Okay. Your movements are so Schwarberish. I love it. He can dance. You can dance. Yep. A lot of similarities there. Uh, Cole Calhoun kind of had himself a day. He had a go-ahead RBI single in the third, and this was weird. It was like a drawn-in infield that was shifted too. So like they left shortstop basically completely open as they were in. And he just hit it like a chopper right there. And then an RBI single in the fifth. Uh, Rangers sweep. Willie Calhoun, my dude, who was just in my talking baseball pregame IG live, gets traded to the Giants. Like that. They designated him for assignment early in the year. He passed through waiver. So he's just in AAA. It's like kind of a reclamation project for the Giants. But uh, he'll probably be hitting meaningful home runs for the Giants by the end of the year because that's what they do. Uh, for Philly, I mean, yeah. I know you say don't take too many too much stock into two-game interleague series, but they got to win all the games they can. And two runs in two games, not very good. No. No, no, no. Cool. Uh, and then, yeah, we got Nationals at Orioles. Um, each team got blanked once in this series. Um, three no, three nothing Nationals. It all happened really fast. It was Cruz RBI double, and then uh, Lane Thomas uh, had two hits with an with a homer. I think there was a an RBI ground out. <laughs> so like that happened. Uh, they went three nothing, and then in the second game, the Orioles take it seven nothing, and that was uh, when Austin Hayes. He hits for the cycle, and he finished the cycle by the sixth inning. Like, no drama there, dude. And I think he could have had third base. I don't know if you guys saw that. Could have had third base, but he's like, fuck that drum. He held up for the double? Oh, yeah. Calf got tight. Calf got tight. Ooh, bad step on the base Ah, at first. ah, I had to slow ah, it down. ah, I don't fault anybody for that, by the way. Especially in a Nats-O's game. Yeah. So Nats. Oh, that's like a. Is that a freeway series? What do they call that? Yeah. Beltway. 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 Hold on. I just got a text from Cole Tucker. Let me see. Whoa. Trip. Beltway series. Trev, while you get that text from Cole Tucker, let's move on to the second half of the show. Brought to us by oh. Muggsy. Jimmy is a Muggsy guy. He was a Muggsy guy before Muggsy was with us. That's a true story. Their guys literally dug into their system and was like, does this job boy really like Muggsy? They had $500 of orders. Sorry, moat bankroll on Muggsy jeans because Jimmy said, these are my jeans. This is what Poppy wears. Uh, Muggsy, now I'm wearing them. Is that what he said? I've got this. He said a lot of different James, can you say that right now? This is what Poppy wears. Yeah, uh, clip that. Uh, I've got the <laughs> the black denim. Uh, I wear those. Those are kind of my sexy. I wore those out with Trev pants. Uh, these are versatile, comfortable jeans. Muggsy has kind of changed the game. There's room for your testicles. And if you go to Muggsy.com and use code BASEBALL, you'll get 10% off these bad boys. And you might change your life. They might be your only jeans the rest of the way. You can be like John Boy. You can kind of be like Jake. Sucks. Uh, go to Muggsy.com, use code BASEBALL, and get 10% off your entire order. James, I got to clear something up with you, bro. Yeah. This morning, you called in to the ant portion of baseball today. You asked me who the second hardest throw from a short, from an infielder was. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know, but uh, Isak Paredes is the third. That's, that's not right. It was Ezekiel Duran. Mm-hmm. With a 
Bobby Witt Jr. is in between him and O'Neill Cruz. Mm. Did you just look that up? It, you know, as I was going through the wrap of the Rangers game, uh, they mentioned that. E sock me sideways. Who's your uh, standout, Jim? I was going I have two listed, and I was gonna. Okay. I, I claimed two from you guys, and then I was gonna see how what got talked about more. Neither of these guys nor their series got talked about, so they didn't. They didn't knock. I'll go Isak Paredes. Um, in the one game, standout, do a one game performance, three for three with three homers, four RBIs hit by pitch. I mean, I think he homered the next game as well. And the first game, he broke up Cole's no hitter. So he was the Rays' offense for three games. Uh, but that one game, three homers off of Nestor Cortez Jr., who is the ERA leader or top two at least. Uh, in the AL, very impressive. Just all over balls. He's got like a Jake body type in a way, mm. kind of like mm. a um, Eduardo Escobar body type, like you know, short, dense. Just like you if notice, you notice there's extra meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got the snowflakes on my screen again. Me too. Me three. It looks cool. It looks bedazzled. Kind of nice. Like a little, I don't know if the audience can see that, but it's nice. So, yeah, Isak Paredes. And, uh, hey. Isak, well, Isak sounds a lot like how. Um, This sounds dumb. Okay. Isak sounds a lot like how if uh, someone moved. This might be very ignorant. I'll, I'll sit it. Like my, uh, my, my, my Domino's employees from Bangladesh called me Yimmy. And, uh. If you were to go to Bangladesh and see other people named Yimmy, and that's how it was like pronounced, I'd be like, oh my God, I thought you were just doing it in a different voice because you have a different language. Like Isak, is that like all the Isaacs in Spanish speaking countries go by Isak? It's my question. question, I guess. Yeah. I haven't heard of an, an Isaac um, with the Spanish uh, vernacular. It reminds me of Aesop's fables. Yeah. When I hear that. And also Bangladesh, nice, nice uh, call there. We had a, a Bangladesh pro hockey player, didn't we? I don't think so. That's what Oli says he is, just so you know. Go oh. watch the warehouse games and GeoGuessr, double at <laughs> um, Isak. It would be cool. The Rays, uh, we'll see if he can be a revival project for him. He was kind of a big-time prospect. Um, maybe maybe that gets him going. Uh I uh my guy did get mentioned uh when we were doing the series recap. His name is Shohei Otani. Uh and Jim, like you said, I got two options too. <laughs> Cause he had an eight RBI day and a loss. Uh so I will pass on that and I'll go with his eight shut piece uh with thirteen strikeouts. Uh, sure it's it's the Royals. Um and you know, Witt's been playing a little better. Or well, I meant Witt Merrifield. Bobby Witt Jr.'s been playing real well. <laughs> Uh, wit, 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 the wit city. Um, no, man, I, the best way I can describe it, Trev, you said, you know, we talk about how nobody's ever done it. Um, and I told my story, like I was sitting there sad all day. Like I was like an eight RBI day against the Royals and they blew that. He hit this awesome game tying Homer. He wakes up the next day and what does he do? I'm pitching. Like that's just never happened. It's never happened in the history of baseball. 
I love me some Shohei. Start dreaming up your team's packages that you're going to offer the Angels and maybe tag Angels fans. I'm sure they would like that. I'm going to go with a young gun, Bobby Witt Jr., mm. three for five, uh, two homers, a double, four ribbies, and an intentional walk. Of all the young guys that we have in our game right now, you know, we're talking Julio Rodriguez, we're talking Jeremy Pena, we're talking uh, Bobby Wood Jr., Nolan Gorman. I'm most confident when I watch Bobby Wood Jr. that he's just going to be like a guy guy. Like all of his actions are incredible. Like he's he runs, like he, he just has like everything that you'd want. And coming from like a baseball standpoint, he pa- is this stupid to say? I hate saying this. Okay. He passes the eye test. Mm. Like you watch that dude, and you're like, "Holy crap!" Dude, like that guy's gonna be really good. Isn't nothing. That's something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like Weber. well, to to some people, if they told me like, "Oh, he passes my eye test," I was like, "Well, I don't care what you say." Oh, I agree. That with sounds that. a little conceited. You're, but I've been around the game everyone... for a long time. But yeah. like, so like the eye test is can mean something i guess when you are talking to a person that's been on the game for a long time or watched a lot of baseball he passes it um i value 20, your eye test yeah 22 years old june 14th 2000 this guy was born um i remember where i was on y2k so that's fun i just i just love watching him play all facets of the game and like i said there's just no one who i'm more certain is going to be a superstar than bobby wood jr he, he lights up everything. Like you said, third hardest throw this year. He's one of the fastest players. He's got 10 homers now. After his bad two-week start to the season, he's 800 OPS since then. He's, he's a stud. No, I, and someone just said, can tell I don't watch who they are. Who they are, is another one of those guys. Like I could have, yeah. you could say the exact same thing about him. Yeah. I think things are like a little more tightened up with Bobby. How Witt dare you compliment one guy? Yeah. And not compliment it's, every it's tough. Wow, Mariners fans sound off in the comments. Mariners fans not Bobby Wade Junior is a great prospect. Oh, so you hate Julio Rodriguez? I'm a Mariners fan that gets mad at everything said on this podcast. <laughs> Easy, Ironhide. Should we go to Slump Watch? See oh God, get me out of here. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Jimbo, I got good news for you. Andrew Benintendi is going to get claps. He goes four for 13 with two RBIs and two walks. Get yourself traded, Benny. Good job. You're off slump watch. Let's go, kid. Acuna Jr., the Braves win three out of four. He goes three for 13. He has a homer. He has two RBIs. I need more. You want him off? Uh, I mean, he hit a homer. I, I, I don't know. Four games set. Yeah. Only three okay. hits. I mean, we're just in a tricky thing. He's got back-to-back three for 13s, which aren't like slump watch bad, but they're not Ronald Acuna Jr. good. So I, I get it. Yeah, 231 OBP over the course of seven games or something like that. I don't know. I, I There's a lot bigger slumps. I guess that's the debate. But I want him all. I want him to get going. Right. Uh, Santiago Espinal, one for 13 with their RBI and two walks and two Ks. 
That does nothing. He J.D. Stays. Martinez, one for 10, two RBIs, a walk and a K. Stays. Stays. Brian Reynolds. Hey. Getting rejuvenated by the youth around him. Six for 13 with a homer, a triple, two RBIs, two walks, one intentional, 462 average, 500 on base. He gets claps. We love teammates for Brian. Love that. All right. So we have three potential. Uh, we can take Acuna off. I don't think it's a clapping job if he gets off for his skill, but we have some potential ads. Wilson Contreras, that's interesting because oh. we want him to get traded. Yeah. He goes yeah. 0 for 15 with two walks hit by pitch. Harrison Bader, 0 for 12 with seven Ks mm. against the Brew Crew in four games. Did he play all four? It didn't look like it. it looks like he probably played three. three. Mm. Stan 0 for 10 with three walks. A little tough there knowing he hit a three-run homer yesterday that doesn't count towards this so <laughs> kind of already got <laughs> kind of like off. it though yeah uh castellanos 0 for 8 with two k's and santiago espinal again even though he's already on so <laughs> double espinal um yes, i mean i was a Contreras stanton guy but i think we're counting stanton as an illegal vote now yeah just bump, uh, just feels just like funny stats. but we yeah. try to get guys off slump watch so that's kind of the you know yeah um, I, my votes Contreras, you get the other vote. Uh, Castellanos. I mean, Bader's a guy that's going to play for his defense. I want Castellanos also been on our shows before. Uh, nice to us and been on Rosie's show a lot. So I'm going to go Castellanos. Love it. They need to hit. I mean, he's not out there for his defense. You're right. You're right. Oh, I'm going him. There we go. Next up is... Isaac Paredes, 5 for 11, 4 homers, 5 RBIs, a hit by pitch, broke up the no-hitter. Freddie Freeman and the Dodgers, all the Dodgers probably can be on this list. He goes 7 for 13 with 2 homers, a triple, a double, 10 RBIs, a walk, and a hit by pitch. Did he get a sack fly? Because if not, that's bullshit. Fill up every column, Freddie. Javi Baez, that's good news. Oh, wow. Trev not back? No, he's not back. Okay, Javi Baez, good news. Seven for 12 with two homers, a triple, and two doubles. Good for Javi. Like, that's huge. Huge. That. Get going. Get going. Shohei Otani, you heard about him. Five for nine with two homers. Yordan, Yordan Alvarez, three for seven with three homers. Uh, Trev's back. Just in time to hear about Andrew Vaughn. Eight for 14 with a homer and two doubles. Oh, we got the second page. Brandon Rogers, six for 13. Three double, three doubles and three RBIs. And Austin Hayes, four Mr. for eight. Mr. Cycle. Mr. Cycle. Bicycle. So that means he also went 0 for four. So I don't really know if yeah, Hayes yeah. deserves to be on this list. Strike that, reverse it. One good game. Congrats, though. Just not in fuego. Yeah. All right. Uh, Award. Nice. I'll go first. Sure. Uh, uh, I'm going to say... Get me out of this place. Oh, I'll do the Mr. 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 Unless I'm stealing someone's. 
We might have the same guy, but I got awards lined up. I don't think so, because you would have been giving out my other st- standout. Yep. Well, that seems like you stole my guy first. Then. You got it. That's why I said take it, baby. I'm not trying to steal. Okay. The Meester Meester Award. We were talking about Happy uh, or Adam Sandler movies recently. Yeah. And uh, Happy Gilmore. I think we voted as the best straight-up comedy. Crazy Lady in the old nursing home. A lot of the young kids don't know a lot of the younger Sandler movies, so we they said all, that's that so would funny. Be the one. They yeah. only know his bad movies. Yeah, which are like intentionally bad. Anyway, uh, Mister Mister Mister, get me out of this place, uh, lady. It's Montes, man. He was on a a dead team playing against a dead team. He had a bad start, and he wants to get traded, man, because they can keep him. Trade him in the offseason. Trade him next year's deadline. He doesn't need to get out of there. And he's like, yeah, I got to up my price so the A's get blown away. And I get out of this place. I'm sick of having cats as fans. Mm. Eight innings pitched, zero earned runs, eight Ks, two hits, had a no-hitter going. Get him out of that place. I think he's gone. You don't think he's gone this year? Should have been gone. Four months ago. Everyone talks about the same people getting traded. Like, there's really only, like, there's marquee names out there. Luis Castillo, Frankie Montas, Martin Perez, I guess you could add into that. So everybody wants these guys. Only one team can get them. I mean, like, I'm very curious to see how it goes. I keep saying this. People are probably sick of me saying this. But the Dodgers entering the fold for starting pitching was not something we saw coming. And not a, like the teams, the other teams that like knew they were going to have to make a move probably. Like that's, it's just not good. It's not good yeah. for them. Get Scherzer again. Jake, you next? I'll go or next. me to go? I'll go next. Great award, Jim. Uh, go watch some, go watch some young Adam Sandler people. What's a young Adam, what's the, like an old Adam Sandler movie? Happy Gilmore, it's his second ever movie. Or oh, third people don't know that one? Yeah, they didn't know that one. Trev, they only knew kids. Them. They only we're old, Trev. They only knew from grown-ups on, which is like there's not many winners there at all. And I the, wonder if they would even the find it sense. funny. They might not even find it funny. That was no, I think hap- I, 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 Billy Madison doesn't stand up. It's like really, really like eight-year-old yeah. humor. I watched that recently. And I was like, I laughed for nostalgia reasons. Happy Gilmore's funny. Like it's and um Mr. Yeah, Shooter McGavin's good. Yeah, uh, Big Daddy's funny. Mr. Deeds is funny. Those are like, I think those test the time. Glitter's back. I like it. Fellas. (laughs) I'm going out with the Players Only Meeting Award. And we're heading out of the country. Wow. Wow. I'm calling out the Blue Jays. Toronto. They're playing 500 ball in the month of June. Vladdy's turned it back on. The performance they're getting from Alejandro Kirk this year. What Espinal has been until his recent slump. Toronto Blue Jays. You're about to be caught by the Boston Red Sox. Like, it's time, man. You, you guys talk the talk big time this preseason. You know, you were talking about how the, the show's just starting. 
Get your popcorn ready. A little T.O. shout out. Hey, Blue Jays. Let's go. Like, you, you guys are all young. You don't get to do a little dog days of summer or anything like that. Like, you got to go. The Yankees have how many game lead? Yankees have a 12 and a halfer on the oh. Jays. Just like Joey Gallo. I, I thought it was your division. Uh, so, I'm calling out the Jays. Maybe I'm clickbait. Maybe I'm involving into Kevin Millar uh, before our own eyes. But Jays, like, let's go, dude. Because it's it, the Red Sox are going to catch you after an atrocious start, and their roster is not a roster that should be a half game behind you. Uh, and not only that, I think they're about to pass you. So, Blue Jays. Now's the time. Uh, you have basically the same run differential as the Twins. I don't know, man. I don't know. Those I will say, the Twins. I mean, they are the third best team in the American League. So, and then the two teams ahead of them are like having incredible seasons. So, a little tough of a call out, I think, for the Blue Jays, but they're they're ten and ten in the last twenty, four and six in their last ten. So it's like been a they still lead the league in strength of schedule. They haven't got to a soft spot yet. They do have a lot of energy, and the the fans did talk a lot, but they're third best team in the American League. Not for long. Alec Manoa's going to come choke slam you or something bro good maybe that's what they need dude. nah he's too nice i like that guy a lot dude. like i want the jays to go i'm right now i'm the joker in the middle of the street saying telling batman to hit me like come on blue jays <laughs> 12 and a half let's go does boba should have a girlfriend i'm doing this for the yankees jim like i don't want the yankees to be last year's white Sox, where they didn't get challenged by their division all year like, let's fucking they go. Are, they Easy. are getting, Slow it down, they bro. They are don't, getting don't. challenged. The, the Rays, the Blue Jays, and the Red Sox are all top-tier teams in the American League. Mid. You need to relax, bro. Let me, let's move on to my award before, you know, you say anything else because this could be like, what is it? Episode 505? Like, everyone's going to be referencing this at the end of the season when the Yankees are still fighting for something. You guys are misconstrued. That's what I want. Go, Jays. Okay. You have an award? Check your up. I do. I do have an award. Uh, what did I call it? Oh, yeah. It's pour that bottom shelf, baby. Mm. Now, this is one of my favorite times of the year. This is when the minor leaguers get to celebrate a first half championship baby they punched their ticket mm. to the playoffs on my ig yesterday i see bobby miller my guy from the dodgers chain popped chest out popping champagne I'm like what is that is that vu is that dom pete mm. no that's cooks <laughs> that's the bottom shelf and that is life in the minor leagues i also saw our good friend dookie doing the same thing everyone's got the phone out ig live popping chains, getting crazy because they're celebrating a championship. And it's just funny to see they don't have a champagne bottle for everyone. It's like one per four player. So everyone gets a little spray. Pass it over here, a little spray. But I'll say this. Go check those celebrations out because they are fun. If you're a minor leaguer and you win something, you better celebrate. 
that's that's the funnest part of baseball, dude. I got to do it one freaking time in the big leagues, and that's when the real shit comes out. That's a lot of fun. Uh, but celebrate as much as you can. I don't. I like love this. I I had celebrated quite a few times in the minor leagues, and it, it is pretty bottom shelf, if you will. But you do it. You do. You make it what you can make it. Um, a lot of times you're going to be going in the shower to get everyone wet because you don't have enough liquid to do it the right way. A lot of things go on. I was very excited when I saw that Dukey was like rapping, you know, how cool he is and how like, I want to kind of be him a little bit. Uh, so it just got me fired up and I just started to think about celebrating in the minor leagues and you know, that's, I guess it teaches, it teaches winning, man. Like you, you do that in the minor leagues and it makes you want to do it at the big league level. It is the funnest part of baseball bar. None is champagne showers, like, you know, cheap beer, whatever you got and just going wild. And you know, today's rosters, go look at those, go look at those teams that clinched in the minor leagues and look at the lineups. They're going to run out today. A lot of those, big name players, the prospects ain't going to be in those lineups today because they're afraid of a little dehydration from the boys. Dude, I love post-celebration lineups. The Yankees haven't been good <laughs> enough because um, they've just been getting like the wild card. But when you win the division in September, have the party, and then you get the post-celebration lineup and no one gives a flying fuck, that is a great regular season day. And you watch the game. Because your team just won the division. You're so invested that you're like, yeah, I'll watch all the, the B players. I'm excited to watch them. What a day. I can't wait. What would, the, what would the big leagues be like if there was a first half champion that pushed their ticket into the postseason? Like It would be a completely different league if that was the case, dude. They did it in 1984 during the, the strike season. Wow. I love that. It's fun, man. Yeah. The Yankees used to... Uh, I hope they bring this back if they win early. They used to have the manager for the day. Like, you know, David Cohn would be the manager for the day. He would do all the pitching changes, and and someone else would be the third base coach. And it was just like, you know, let the players coach day. Fun. A lot of bad hangovers with that cheap champagne. A lot of bad hangovers. That's it. That's my award. Good stuff. Who's the best friend of the week? Stansby Swanson, 7 for 17, three homers, oh. a double, four RBIs, got hit by a pitch, too. Uh, he's tied for the league lead in best friends of the week, his third of the year. Tied with Happen awesome. Hoskins. Saw some people saying, what about Dansby? I think we all, I saw him on, on best friend of the week. Yes. So. And is it Walker or Dansby that cares the least about being the best friend? Of the week, Walker Bueller. Dansby is once Dansby finds out, he's gonna care. Okay, Uh, like if you told Dansby, he's pleasantly surprised to find out. He'd be like, "Nice." He's like, "I should, I should, I should." Yeah, I should rack those Uh, up. That that's Walker just slaps you in the face and says, "Shut up." Walker doesn't respond. That's true. Left on. He's, he like doesn't even bother being confused. Doesn't and he makes us best. want him more. Yeah. Let that be a lesson to you guys. Just that ignore makes him the best friend of all. Won't get one. Fuck, I want Walker Bueller to like us. I really do. Thing is, I think he liked us more than he likes most people. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Who knows? Stimulate it. Let's do it. Are we ready? We got some... <laughs> 
Dude, if anything, doing the simulation has taught me I don't like the new playoff structure that much yet. Uh, the Guardians and the Twins will play in the wild card game. I think they should make a rule that you can't have individual wild card games. Uh, but but the Guardians and the Twins, that's the, the Twins are the six seed, Guardians are the three seed, BBD. What does the simulation say? Who's winning that? Cleveland. Wow, go Guardians, go. The young kids do it. The Blue Jays and the Red Sox, another in-division wild card game. Red Sox being the five seed, Blue Jays being the four seed. Who wins that one? Boston. The Red Sox. Oh, Blue Jays are dead. Jake killed the Blue Jays. Uh, let's go over the National League. In the wild card, the Cardinals would be the sixth seed, and they'd be playing the three seed division winner, Brewers. Cardinals. Okay. Uh, and then in the other wild card game, it'd be the Padres and the Braves, our first and only wild card matchup that isn't two teams in the same division. Braves. The Braves roll over the Fathers, and then the Braves in the National League DS would be taking on the Mets, the one seed sitting and waiting. How does that go? Braves way. Oh, no. The Cardinals and the Dodgers are the other divisional series. Dodgers. And the Dodgers advance over there. Damn. Okay, let's uh, go to the uh, American League. Guardians and Astros. Cleveland and Houston Astros. in the divisional series. Astros win that. And the Yankees and the Red Sox in the divisional series. Mm, the Yankees. Yeah. Wow, that adds up. The Yankees and the Astros. Which team is going to go to the World Series? The Yankees. Mm. Good simulation. I like it. I like it. Dodgers and the Braves? The Braves. Wow. Little 1990s remix. Yankees, Braves, World Series. And the winner is... The Braves. Damn it. (laughs) God damn it. Oh, my God. God, they won it again. That's I think that's the Braves' first win in the Stimulator Simulator. So congrats to them. Good job. It's the weekend, baby. Find it, Jays. Jake Soaks. No Braves. I should never have to pay for a beer in Atlanta ever again. Am I right about that? You'd have my support there. Brought them a World Series title.